When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Penguins have had their share of injuries this season, but stayed relatively healthy until now. They dropped some massive injury news yesterday following practice at PPG Paints Arena. Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan detailed the extensive list of new injuries following the practice in which there were five players absent. Fortunately, Matt Nieto was only on a maintenance day, so he will be available for the team later tonight against the New York Rangers. But some players that won't be, uh, let's get through it here. Defensively, Chad Ruweedle now week to week with a lower body injury. He was injured late in the game against the Vegas Golden Knights, if you look At the box score, it doesn't look like he missed any shifts, but he did late in the game, and he will be out longer term, uh, placed on injured reserve yesterday. P.O. Joseph remains out and will be out indefinitely. No new updates as of yesterday for Pierre-Olivier Joseph on the defensive side. John Ludwig in positive injury news returned to Pittsburgh and Penguins practice yesterday. I would expect that he gets elevated from long-term injured reserve today and becomes the sixth defenseman for the game against the New York Rangers. But when you look at the defensive side of the puck, what was a surplus of third-pairing defensemen, it was a rotation as the Penguins tried to figure out who they were going to go with as their top two on the third pairing. It is now down to two players. It is Ryan Shea, who has been a pleasant surprise this season. So no you know, malice towards Ryan Shea at all. I think the Penguins have their top five defensemen still healthy and still available tonight against the New York Rangers, but it will be John Ludwig likely to suit up as the sixth defenseman on the right side, and they're missing two. I mean, P.O. Joseph, who knows the extent of his injury, he's out indefinitely. They haven't put a timetable on it, so we'll have to wait and see if we get any updates on that in the coming days. And Chad Ruweedle out longer term, uh, that, you know, week to week, that could be as early as the first week of December, or he could be out until the new year. We just have no idea. We'll just have to keep an eye on how that progresses. But, you know, defensively, it does take a hit to your depth. They did go out and sign another defenseman. Now this defenseman has been with the organization on this season, but it's uh, Dmitry Semerukov signed to a one-year contract yesterday afternoon. He'd played 15 games with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins of the American Hockey League. He has one goal and four assists in that time. Semerukov is a third-round pick of the Edmonton Oilers back in 2017. He spent the first five seasons of his career with the Edmonton Oilers organization, played a season in the KHL during COVID, and then came back and was traded to the St. Louis Blues But prior to last season. He only played two games at the NHL level last season for the St. Louis Blues, but 
you know, adding to that defensive depth, Sam Rukov is somebody that I've noticed has been in the lineup a lot at the AHL level. So they add to somebody in case they need him again, more break glass in case of emergency, but they also have Jack Rathbone down at the AHL level. They have Taylor Fadoon down at the AHL level. They have Xavier Willette down at the AHL level, but these are guys you didn't want to have to call on, especially when you started the season with four options for that third pairing. So you just hope that Joseph and Ruedel can get healthy and you hope that John Ludwig can, when he steps back in, can fit in that role because we've only seen five minutes of him at the NHL level. Let's move over to the forward side, which is much more alarming than what the injury report was on the defensive side. Ricard Raquel out, quote, longer term with an upper body injury for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Not a good sign for a player that did have his struggles this season, but is still one of the most talented players on the ice. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, he was in the top six, obviously playing on a line with Evgeny Malkin and Riley Smith. No goals on the season, but that was, you know, a, a massive surprise. It's been the, one of the biggest storylines of the season so far. You hope that he can get healthy, and maybe this is a little bit of the reason why he'd been struggling. I mean, earlier in the season, it looked like he was playing fine and the puck just wasn't going in the back of the net. But as of recently, the last couple of games, it seemed like he was a little off. And now we get the news that he's out with an upper body injury. Who knows if this is something that's been lingering or something that is new and just started affecting him in the Vegas Golden Knights game. But obviously wishing a speedy recovery for Ricard Raquel because regardless of whether or not he was performing, there was always the expectation that he has a lot more to give. And you just need that if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins, especially on a team where they are so reliant on their top six for scoring. They needed Ricardo Raquel to turn it around. And now with him being out longer term, placed on long-term injured reserve, which is another layer to this where he now has to miss at least 10 games and 30 or 30, no, 24, excuse me, 24 days on the NHL calendar. Uh, not good news there for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Even worse news to lose one top six forward is something. To lose two in a day is very, very alarming. Brian Rust being evaluated currently for a lower body injury. Now, not a lot of news on this one. No timetable has been placed. He has not yet been ruled out as of this recording for tonight's game against the New York Rangers, but he did miss practice yesterday. And like I mentioned, he is being evaluated for a lower body injury. Uh, Josh Yoey of The Athletic reported that he had an MRI. It could have just been to be, you know, cautionary and it could have just been let's be cautious with Brian Rust but at the end of the day not a good sign that he had an MRI not a good sign that he missed practice he did skate prior to practice on his own for about 15 minutes before leaving the ice so there's a good sign there that at the very least it's not bad enough that it's keeping him off the ice entirely uh, but it's something to monitor especially because Brian Rust had been one of the best players for the Penguins so far this season, not just forwards, but best players in general for the Penguins. 16 points in 17 games so far this season. He has been a welcomed surprise as his bounce back on the second year of a long-term deal. So without Raquel, without Rust, uh, it seems like Henestroza will be coming back. Again, a slight positive when it comes to the injury front. Yesterday, you get Vinny Henestroza back, who missed Sunday's game with a lower body injury. But at the end of the day, a massive blow to lose both Ricard Raquel and Brian Rust in the same day. You just hope that that Rust injury is not something that keeps him out longer term. We don't know if he's going to play tonight. I would doubt that he's going to play tonight if he wasn't able to practice yesterday and he had an MRI yesterday. But again, we, we wait for more information on the Rust front. Looking at the fill-ins, fill excuse me, 
for these two guys. Vinny Henestrosa was at practice, like I mentioned yesterday, skated alongside Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel, according to Matt Vensel. It's somewhere where he skated in preseason. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, seeing... I'm not exactly sure how confident I am in Henestrosa as a long-term solution there, if there needs to be one. Because, again, Raquel's out. Raquel is, is done for the next month or so. Brian Rust, we don't know. But at the end of the day, you have two top six forward spots that at the moment need to be filled. Vinny Henestrosa was named as one of three names by Mike Sullivan post-practice at players that could fill that role. Henestrosa being one of them. I know that, you know, Henestrosa has a history with, with Mike Sullivan. Sullivan, I mean, went out and scouted him when he was a member of the Chicago Blackhawks organization and the Blackhawks ended up drafting Vinny Henestrosa. And while, yes, so far this season when Henestrosa was recalled and placed on the fourth line, he did bring a little extra juice. He's a good forechecker. He brings a little bit more physicality. He does have a scoring touch to his game. I just don't know how much scoring touch is really going to be able to fill for the role that we, we obviously saw Brian Rust on that line as one of the top lines in hockey so far this season. So we'll see what Hinnestros is able to do if he indeed is the option for the Penguins at first line right wing. Selvin also named Jansen Harkins and Alex Nylander as potential top six replacements for Rust and Raquel. Both Harkins and Nylander were recalled from Wilkes-Barre-Scranton yesterday, so expect them to be with the big league club today. Whether or not they get in the lineup and where the lines end up falling is a different question. Nylander, somebody that came into the preseason with an opportunity to earn a spot in the lineup and the opening day roster, wasn't able to. Uh, he faded as training camp went along, as Kyle Dubas said at the end, right before the season. But as Kyle Dubas also mentioned, you know, he expects Alex Nylander to be an NHL contributor this season. Well, here's his opportunity. Not the way that you would want an opportunity to be thrust upon him, but at the same time, when the opportunity presents itself, you have to be able to step up to the challenge. Jansen Harkins, I wasn't impressed with Jansen Harkins the first four games of the season. When he was at the NHL level, he passed through waivers, has played pretty well in Wilkes-Barre, has scored four goals in nine points in 11 games. But when I look at Harkins, I don't see somebody that's going to be able to play that top six role. He does have that offensive ability at the American League, but he just has never shown it at the National. And the first four games, now, albeit maybe it was just, you know, it's the first four games of the season, and he was just trying to get his feet underneath him with a new club that he had just joined about... 10 or 11 days prior, but he just looked a step slow to me at the NHL level. Now, part of that might be because he was on that line with Lars Eller and Drew O'Connor, which Drew O'Connor plays a very fast-paced game, and he seems to have been acclimated to the NHL level when it comes to the speed of the game. Lars Eller thinks the game on a very fast and very high level, so maybe that was why Harkins was a step slow in his first stint with the NHL club this season, but something tells me it's not going to be very successful if he has to play an extended role with either Malkin or Crosby on the top two lines. Now, Harkins could have been brought in to be that fourth-line replacement as Henestrosa bumps up the lineup. I'm not sure. But at the end of the day, these are the three players that could factor into the lineup. Jeff Carter is also there. I would assume that if these three were called up and both Rust and Raquel missed tonight, that Carter ends up being the healthy scratch. But again, you know what happens when you assume. Uh, but at the end of the day... Horrible news and alarming news for the Pittsburgh Penguins to lose both Chad Ruweedle and Ricard Raquel for an extended period of time. P.O. Joseph still out indefinitely and Brian Rust, which is the biggest name to monitor here, 
still being evaluated as of this recording. We'll see where the day takes us. We'll probably get more news when the Penguins take the ice for their morning skate today. If not, we'll get more news later this evening, after, before or after the game against the New York Rangers. But at the end of the day, the Penguins have had a next-man-up mentality for seemingly the entire Crosby and Malkin era in Pittsburgh. We've seen it in the past. Evan Rodriguez, a couple seasons ago, had to be the first-line center with both Crosby and Malkin on the shelf. We've seen Dominic Simone play extended minutes at the top line with Sidney Crosby. We've seen Danton Heinen move up to the top six. And while, yes, he has a little bit more offensive upside than guys like Alex Nylander or Vinny Henestrosa, he's not a top six player in this league, in my opinion. But at the same time, when those players have stepped up, they've stepped up and performed, or at the very least stemmed the tide until these injured players were able to return. And the Pittsburgh Penguins at 9-8, and eight, they're going to need that from these guys. I'm not ruling out the... The possibility that, you know, Alex Nylander comes up and Alex Nylander looks great as a top six winger. He looked fine last year in his nine games at the NHL level. He just wasn't able to finish, wasn't able to get those grade A opportunities. Can he do it this year? Has he matured through the offseason? Has he understood his role a little bit better and is going to be able to make that NHL jump? I don't know. Here's the thing. It's why they play the games. So with Nylander, Harkins, and Vinny Henestrosa potentially getting a higher opportunity with the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll see if they're able to take it and run with it. But the big question, like I mentioned, is how long are the Penguins going to be without one of their best wingers and one of the best wingers in the National Hockey League so far this season in Brian Rust? Certainly something to monitor. Thank you guys for tuning in. That is it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. If you're an American listener... An early happy Thanksgiving to you if you're a Canadian listener. Happy day before American Thanksgiving because every team plays on the NHL schedule today. Nobody played yesterday, which was a little bit rough, but we got through it, folks. Tonight, plenty of NHL action, including Penguins versus the New York Rangers. We'll see if they're able to stem the tide and take down the mighty Rangers later tonight. That's going to be it for this one. We'll see you guys next time.